0: This is Toronto Today with Greg Brady, Toronto's news, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Some people would wonder whether or not the announcement of a special rapporteur is a um, local story. Um, I found people talking about it last night. I watched uh, the evening newscasts. I flip around a lot, as you might expect, and uh, try and get a get a gauge, get a lay of the land as to where to go with this. And I think about what's needed to happen in the GTA, the next federal election. Um, Of course, we've got our own election for mayor that's going to get a ton of prominence the next three months. There's even a by-election in Hamilton. We're going to talk about this hour that um, I don't know that that's sort of a a trial balloon for where the public's at because it's an NDP stronghold riding. But that election's had some that campaign rather has had some spice and some controversy to it. That's for sure. I actually think Justin Trudeau gave his supporters what they wanted yesterday. But I also think he gave his detractors what they wanted yesterday. He named David Johnston, a former governor general, to advise on whether a full public inquiry into foreign elections meddling is necessary. Now, um, at first, I think there was more eh, universal support. Is there ever universal support for anything? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Um, but here's what I, th- I saw is the process of breaking a lot of this information down um, David Johnson's had to do things in the role of governor general that I think you'd look back and go, well, he has to say that. He has to be there for that. He has to attend that. I'll, I'll give you an example, though I think this is one he wanted to go to. He was recently part of a small party that went with Justin Trudeau to Queen Elizabeth II's funeral. I mean, can we forget what a massive, you know, deal that was in the fall? He went with, um, He went with a couple other former governor generals, uh, Julie Payette was not one of them because you can't take her anywhere without her yelling at people. So she didn't go. But um, Justin Trudeau did. And there were some oddities uh, along the way. There was a pianist. Remember what the big, big controversy and fallout was. There were two. Justin Trudeau or someone close to him stayed in a $6,000 a night hotel in uh, in downtown London before uh, heading to the Queen's funeral. And they uh, also sang in a piano bar, including Bohemian Rhapsody. You remember the clips? We don't want to play them again. Some of you have dogs that you're walking, and so we won't subject you to the singing. But either way, either way, David Johnson's on that trip. Now, I don't think, I I don't give that a second thought. You go to the Queen's funeral if you're the governor general. And it was Stephen Harper, the former conservative prime minister, that named him the governor general. So, look, this is the way I see it. Someone is with you until they're not. And it's possible through this process, it's possible through this process that two things have happened. Justin Trudeau was hoping that this would be seen as an unimpeachable decision, and I understand why it can't be. Let me give you a couple reasons why. David Johnston is a member of the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation, Um, so he's on the board for that. That's the organization. That's not exactly a government organization. We're not talking a level of the government, but as a, a, a private entity, but the names are, are too closely linked. Justin Trudeau has to know that that's the first thing that's going to get suggested. And I'm not saying it's a bad choice because that Johnston is a member of the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation. So I and I don't think by the way, you're also not a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist for pointing it out and saying not the best of looks. I'd agree I'd concur, but Trudeau's telling you, I don't give a rip. I've heard people say, is he trolling with this? Is he teasing with this? He's taking somebody from his late father's foundation and putting him on the case to investigate whether or not there's been a a wrongdoing within the Trudeau government. Remember also this foundation gave back $200,000 to, um, to a Chinese billionaire just two weeks ago that they were given five years ago for documenting um, that, oh, we shouldn't take money from a a Chinese billionaire to at all be seen, you know, to be seen to be associating with the wrong people. Okay. So it's possible Trudeau thought, hey, everyone's going to give me a thumbs up for this, but I don't think so. I I don't think so. I think he knew his supporters would look at this and say, this is an unimpeachable decision. Um, But yes, are conservatives slamming the appointment? They are. And I, whether or not you think Justin Trudeau should have given them the potential to do this, I'm not sure. And who can be a, who can say I don't have an opinion on Justin Trudeau in our entire country right now? Who can? But that's not the same as saying can we get somebody that doesn't have a relationship where the family's kids didn't play together, where somebody isn't on Dad's foundation? I like those are legitimate, honest questions. Those are legitimate, honest questions when you have the track record of doing favors for friends and family we can't have anybody else uh, handle uh, a summer jobs program in the middle of COVID except the Kielberger brothers wait a minute wait a minute aren't they the group that ends up giving your family money and stuff for speaking engagements yeah but who else could do it again we can play the game you have to know that would be the name of the game it would be on like at 4 30 right before the or whatever 10 30 in the morning before the price is right And we could call it, you have to know with your host, Justin Trudeau. But I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares. One of the big um, reactors today to this, I think, will be Jugmeet Singh. What happens here? Singh wasn't told about the choice over the weekend. I find that significant. I find it more significant that the government still wants an inquiry. And let me say this about David Johnston. And I suppose this will be seen by some as defending the appointment. I think it's eminently possible david johnson says hey friends are friends um playing with kids uh families getting together or families getting together but i do the right thing wherever i go and we need a full public inquiry why like why won't he say that why won't he say we need to look into this there is some clear sign of foreign election meddling The reporting is valid. Hey, has anyone sued anybody? How are Han Dong's lawyers with all those lawsuits for media members suggesting that he has been propped up by elements of the Chinese government to help get him elected? I know what I would do. S-U-E. Sue, sue, sue. I'm not a litigious person by nature, but I'd sue everybody and their brother and their sister and their cousin and their boss and everybody if someone said something about me that wasn't true with how I got elected. Because if I were, if were to ever run for office or people listening who have run for office, you know how much hard work it is. You know what you're sacrificing. You know what you're putting forward. The pay's not great. It's almost universally better in the private sector. But to me, there's every chance David Johnson comes back around and says, you know what? I got a duty here. And there's too much here. There's too much. There's, there's stuff that doesn't smell right. Doesn't, doesn't pass the smell test. There's go, there needs to be a full public inquiry. And he may say so. Because he's going to get barbecued by some if he doesn't. He knows that already. Where do you land on this? 416-870-6400. This is um, 416-870-6400 via text. I think he gave liberals a guy they could support, and I think he gave conservatives a guy they could criticize. By the way, here's Nate Erskine-Smith, liberal MP, on our show on Monday. He wanted this process to get going. He understood the importance of it. He called for it urgently, and, and he got it.
1: And this is, I think, a smart thing to do, ultimately, to say Canadians, conservatives, non-conservatives, some people aren't going to trust in what the prime minister announces if he announces his own process. Here's going to be
0: a third independent party that's going to look at the lay of the land, look at the existing processes, and say, you know what, we do need a public inquiry on top or or this other alternative process on top. So I think that's good. My complaint right now is, so show us your hand. Let's see. Let's get this going. Who's the eminent Canadian? and, And there's no time to wait. And two days later, it it ended up getting announced. So um, look, our political system has a lot of issues, a lot of of stiff waters to swim through right now. That's for sure. I'm not sure that Johnston won't hold the prime minister accountable, or if it's not the prime minister, other elements. It didn't matter who he picked. There'd be opposition to it. If you can give me a name that you'd have picked that you'd say everybody would have agreed on this name, go for it. Because I don't think it would have been Bob Ray. I don't think it would have been a few other names that I've heard. Ultimately, there would have been opposition by some to this process. So uh, not all parties were going to accept what ended up happening here. I'm real curious to see Jugmeet Singh's reaction. I want to hear from you as to whether or not this is the right person or the wrong person to move this ball forward. Don, you're on 640 Toronto. Go ahead, Don. Thanks for the phone call
2: good morning you know this Johnson guy sounds like he's got some serious credentials and and has been around and and up until probably two minutes ago when the news broke um, or the news report there said Mm -hmm. he also sits on the Trudeau foundation board like I cannot believe regardless of his credentials that Justin would consider him just again and, and it's Justin can't seem to help himself but he always appoints, or appoints people with whom he's got a conflict, perceived or otherwise.
0: Well, I'll put it, I'll put and, it, I'll put it this way, Don. I'll let, I'll let you respond, too. I think you'd sit down. I would sit down with him. You'd sit down with him as a senior aide and say, here's who you can't put into that role. Someone who's on the board at your fo- late father's foundation. But I don't know whether he goes, I, I, I don't know that I shouldn't do that. I don't know whether there's someone saying it like you or I would, Don, or whether someone says it and he just does it anyway. That's the one thing we haven't been able to figure out. Don't don't give that contract to the Kielbergers. Or does nobody say that because he'll, he'll give them the evil eye and they won't be in that job anymore. I don't actually have a clue about that.
2: You know, I, I think he didn't grow up with a silver spoon. He grew up with a platinum spoon. And I don't think he's ever been told no in his entire life.
0: Yeah, I, thanks for the phone call. I know, but I don't think coming from means. I always tell people, don't apologize for where you came from, but but be good. Be better today than you were yesterday. Be better tomorrow than you are today. Like, the, like there's just some simple things. We all can do better, be better on a regular basis. I, I, I don't want to imply because there's people that come from nothing and then they get things and then they turn out to be quite nefarious um, at their at their best. Uh, Bill Clinton didn't grow up with much. Is that a person you would trust on a regular basis? I mean, I liked more of what he did as president than the other way around. But I don't have to be married to him or be his kid or be a close personal friend. Like, I know politics is cutthroat. I got it. I understand that part of it. Rob, thanks for the phone call. You're on 640 Toronto. Go right ahead. What's going on, brother? I'm good, man. Listen, I'd like to see an
2: appointee to some sort of oversight committee to something that Trudeau does that's not somehow tied to one of the foundations, the family, or some other affiliation of the Trudeau clan. It's ridiculous. I can almost see the the reports now. I find myself not guilty, much like the whole Emergencies Act uh, investigation there. Obviously, they've dumbed down the definition of national security if having Ottawa lockdown is, nas- is-, is- affect our national security, but Chinese interference doesn't.
0: Well, let me ask you this: I, I I got a question for you. They so they hire this guy, they bring this guy in, David Johnson, a former governor general. He's eighty one years old. All anybody's ever said about him, he's got tremendous morals, tremendous tremendous ethics. So call it the BS, whoever it is. Why would he do this at 81 and then let people say about him the rest of his life until he dies? Ah, you're a stooge for Justin Trudeau. You're a puppet. You, 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 didn't, you, didn't, you weren't honest in your report. Don't you think he'll do an objective job here? No, man. Money talks and BS walks. You know that. Come
2: on. You, you know, the, the, everybody needs a fall guy, right? So if he's wrong, it's him. He was 81. He was infirm. Maybe he's got some mental deficiencies, much like Joe Biden. Maybe that's why they picked him. They definitely picked him to, to to pee off the conservative guys. But bottom line is, it should have been somebody not tied to any government or NGO or foundation affiliated with the government being invested. Well, Well, I,
0: I absolutely, listen, I absolutely agree with that. Like I said, if I'm a senior aide and the prime minister would damn well listen to me, I'd be like, Here's who you can't pick. <laughs> and, and they would include David Johnston. And by the way, I think there's an argument to be made. David Johnston could have said no, should have said no. But he didn't. And he's in. And if he quits next week, we got. I don't think he will. But we got an even bigger problem. Again, people say, what does this mean for us here in Toronto? A ton. It means a ton. The conservatives can't bust through this wall. They can't get enough candidates in. There's no math that seems to work um, for the conservatives up and down the 401 or in the GTA and certainly in Toronto proper. So they're looking for a way, but I agree with Alex's point. Okay. Alex and I don't have to agree on everything. Alex says it's going to be real tough for Pierre Polyev to, to, you know, to throw bombs at David Johnston. That's Stephen Harper's governor general choice. That's going to be really problematic. So it's a smart, maybe it's a smart political pick that does a little bit of, of everything but um, uh, Jagmeet Singh hasn't criticized it yet. Let's see what he does today. Mark, you're on 640 Toronto. Thanks for the phone call. Go right ahead.
1: Hey, good morning, Greg. Hi. Uh, yeah, I, I did a little little research on, on Johnson. And, and from what I found, it looks as though he spent about the last 30 years uh, trying to help OJ catch the real killer. So I, I don't know about his efficiency of, of trying to get to the bottom of, of a situation. But, I mean, in all seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, like election interference isn't new. We, call, we just call it lobbying, right? So you have these lobby groups that are funded by foreign interests that don't have the same, um, you know, governance and the same sort of uh, oversight as, as political parties do. So they just do all their lobbying, like big oil in Texas trying to shut down Alberta and, you know, pipelines and all these kinds of things um it, it's not nothing new it's not new, but what it what it speaks to I think with this particular government is the depth of the rot it's the it's you know it's it's once again blatantly disregarding all of the advice from you know from whatever t- this in this instance it's top security. And, you know, in SNC, it was the top lawmakers. It was, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's I, I do. I,
0: I do. It's it's story. weird because sometimes, you know, you're not wrong, Mark. And sometimes we kind of live in a bubble. Like there's, there's headlines on American network news now about Canadian police investigating Chinese police stations. What would we think if we saw a story? There, the U.S. government's investigating Chinese police stations in Manhattan, in Chicago, in downtown Los Angeles. would be like, wow, that's really something and intriguing and we just kinda have a little bit of a shoulder shrug here about it and I don't know why. And I'm not sure what the Chinese want. I don't even know what the, what's the end game. What's the win? I'm not deep enough to know those answers. If you are
1: I I don't know. I mean there's there's obviously there's there's policy and there's things that they want to maybe it was the beginning of Huawei of of trying to not shut down the 5G infrastructure and there's there's all kinds of plates that are yeah. spinning all the time. Um, and regardless, it's not the it's not influencing. It's not peddling influence for one specific thing. No, you. you, it, you it, it it benefits the economy, whether it's immigration policy, whether it's, you know what I mean. There's there's so many
0: factors. I do. I, I, I yeah yeah. There there are. I mean, again, people I, people are agreeing with me in the context of of like what's in it for David Johnson, other than to be upright and and moral and ethical about it um remember as well succeeded by julie payette a terrible decision people might say well what was in it for payette to be like a jerk to everybody i don't know i don't have a great answer for that um cameron i want to get you on in the last 40 seconds here go right ahead yep uh morning greg morning so what has
1: happened here is your david johnson has been used as a, a a time factor the bottom line here is that the majority of Canadians do not want a rapporteur. It's time for Judd Meats saying to stand up and say, no, we're going to the internal investigation, have laws and courts involved in this. It has nothing to do with racism. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You got to remove this guy. Our, 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 our,
0: But why would he do it if you why would he do it at age 81?
1: Greg, Greg, Canadians, I think, have a fairness. Now, David Johnson is probably the right guy if you followed him as the governor general. Uh Okay, just perfect. Okay, the point is that the Canadian people don't want the rapporteur, whether it's David Johnson Mm -hmm. or the man in the moon.
0: Well, I'll agree with that. No, no, you're you're right. I I like what you're saying, and I'm going to sum it up for you. You're saying right guy. It's the wrong tactic, but I think it's a smart. Again, you can say whatever you like about the prime minister. I think this is a smart political move, and it's going to be really tough for the adversaries to criticize. I do. This is Toronto Today with Greg Brady.
1: Toronto's news. Today's talk.
0: 640 Toronto. If I said to you, did you see um, the Carson Briere video last night? This is how it went in my house say to Mrs. Brady, did you see the the video about Carson Breer, Danny Breer's son? Danny Breer was a great player uh, in the NHL, mostly with the Sabres, sort of with the Flyers, too. And honestly, I interviewed him a couple times once in person. I really like him. Like you just I'm not a uh, I'm not what, what I would deem as a jock sniffer. So I will tell you if there's a NHL player or a major league baseball player. And I'm like, nah, you know, I'm just not into all that stuff. Rub me the wrong way. No, Danny Breer was a really classy person to me. And, um, and I don't know how harshly he's getting judged for his son's action. But I say to my wife, did you see the Carson Brier video? She wasn't sure she had. And I'm like, the wheelchair down the stairs. And she's like, yep. So that's basically the video. And the video went viral yesterday. I got wind of it around 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the afternoon. And uh, here's what happened. Mercyhurst University's Carson Breer, Danny's son, um, with a friend. Backwards hat dudes. Honestly, there's, t- there's a time and... In- Backwards hat guy, um, it, it, always, always, you know, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Wear your, wear your hat forwards, uh, boys. Um, Briere and uh, a friend of his who right now has not been named basically shoved a wheelchair uh, down the stairs at a bar. The wheelchair belonged to a uh, female that was at the bar, and she's revealed who she is. She is uh, disabled, and he is Uh, he it's it's despicable it's despicable no one's in the wheelchair he pushes the wheelchair down a flight of stairs the video got posted and uh and mercyhurst is going to investigate this now let me give you a little bit about briere before i bring this home and you decide how this relates to our conversation um briere's in his third season with the team he's 23 years old he's not going to go to the nhl this isn't an nhl career getting cut off in midstream um but it was But he's already been kicked off of one college uh, hockey team. He went to Arizona State, the Sun Devils, um, who have a program now. And he was dismissed two months into his first season for violating undisclosed team rules. Look, I don't think everybody deserves a second chance. We've been talking about that a good chunk of of the week when it comes to um, a lot of our parole issues, a lot of our bail issues. Someone says, well, I believe in second chances. I'd like to know the specifics of the case. I think even fewer people belie- believe in third chances here. The video made me feel gross. I was disgusted. It was inexcusable. And I i think you're in a tiny, tiny minority of you're somebody saying, well, kids will be kids. Well, we all did stupid stuff in in college or in high school. I'd be curious to know what you think of where this is going to go if you've seen the video. Now, I get a couple of these. This young man should be charged. He's a menace to society. Well, I don't think that. I don't think he's a menace to society, but I think he showed tremendous insensitivity. And the university has every right because of he pays a price because of who he is. And think about this sometimes with people who have a name attached to them. This could be a politician's kid. This could be, you know, you could be somebody who's yeah, mayor of a town listening right now, or even a city councilor, maybe even someone who does what I do. I do tell my kids, my wife's in the media too. So I do tell our kids, you, what you do will be a reflection of our name. Okay. Good or bad. We showed them the video last night. Like we show, we made a point of showing them the video. They're 17 and almost 15. And I wanted them to, to see that impact. And it be like, Never, ever, never, ever, ever. Okay. also, the wheelchair was blown up and destroyed. It cost six to eleven thousand dollars. Where was the person in the wheelchair? Where was the girl in the wheelchair? She was down those stairs, but she gets carried to the bathroom. It's not a very accessible bar. Say what you will about that. That's another topic. Accessibility, an important one at that. Um, But this has to be the worst feeling in the world for the girl to come back and find her wheelchair gone first and then destroyed. By the way, let me point out Briere sat in the wheelchair at one point in time, like playing around in it. Okay. I don't care. By the way, some people have pointed out, um, well, maybe they were drunk. I don't care if they're drunk. I don't care if they're drunk. You wouldn't care if, if, if it was a drunk driving incident. You wouldn't care if it was an assault. Is it as bad as those things? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. But I do think, um, I do think there's an element of an absolutely uh, 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 lacking uh, uh, an example of somebody acting lacking empathy, dignity, and the concept of consequence. okay? So no, I, and I'm, you know me, I roll my eyes at some of this stuff. I roll my eyes at some of the victimhood. I have seen people say, "Well, that's like throwing me down the stairs in my wheelchair. <sighs> no, it isn't. It's not. It's not exactly the same thing. You're allowed to have very angry emotions. You're allowed to want the worst to happen to Daniel, to Daniel Brier's son, Carson Breer, here. You're allowed to want him to be kicked off the hockey team, expelled. I don't want those things, but you get an opinion, you get a say. But no, it isn't like a person being thrown down the stairs in a wheelchair. At that point in time, I've turned to somebody else that can make a more logical argument. And I agree, you know, Dr. David Jacobs is often on the radio stations, talked at times to uh, Alex Pearson. He's been on with our show as well. And he made the point. I have no concerns for him. I'm worried about her. Exactly. He's right. I think the debate, though, is what happens to him based on the circumstances. What would I do? You might ask. I'd suspend him from the program until the end of the calendar year. Doesn't get to get on the ice in the fall with the team. Let them work towards January, but I also would make the point, and so many smart people were talking about this as well last night. I also would make the point. I don't just want them sitting at home, um, you know, eating carrots, apples, Doritos, whatever, uh, waiting this out. put Put them in community. Uh, put them in a community program. We don't do this enough. We don't put people into scenarios where they're rehabilitating and seeing some of the consequences of their outcome. Let him work with people who are not able-bodied. Let him go to these kind of things. People sometimes get a sentence. All these famous people get community service instead of jail. But I think sometimes community service can be the best thing. That's what's going to turn you around. If you, um, quote-unquote, cancel this kid, kick him off the team, kick him out of school, he's going to be mad and angry and vengeful. And again, am I worried more about him than her? No, I'm not. No one's saying that. We're talking about the impact of what can happen to her at this particular point in time. Uh, Michael wrote to me, he's not going to get it just by sitting at home being suspended. He needs real consequences. Earn your way back. Spend 500 hours working with people in wheelchairs and with disabilities in general. Maybe that will open his eyes. Got it. Exactly. Like this is tremendously insensitive and tremendously uh, careless. But maybe we have a teachable moment here. What's wrong with suggesting that that's the case for a 23 year old that's never been in any trouble? There's no police record. There's no rap sheet. My goodness, we give a lot of people a lot of chances who've done a lot worse things in our society. And we're only talking about this. I'm well aware we're only talking about this because the guy has a dad that could score goals in the NHL. That's the only reason I've got it on our show this morning is a, a bigger deal if it's Doug Gilmore's son or Wendell Clark's son? Of course it is. But everybody I knew had seen the video by dinner time.